Welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about the film 12 Mighty Orphans with actor Luke Wilson and director Ty Roberts. Twelve Mighty Orphans is based on a true story. In 1927, football coach Rusty Russell and his family moved from a cushy job at Temple High School in Texas to be head coach at Fort Worth Masonic Home. Rusty built up the football program from scratch while he and his wife Juanita taught the orphans there. Under Rusty's coaching, the Mighty Mites, as they were nicknamed, went from nothing all the way to 10 state championship playoffs. Author Jim Dent wrote a book about the history, and it inspired director Ty Roberts to tell the story on the screen. The book, Twelve Money Orphans, wasn't published in 2008. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, I, I think that's when it got onto the national spotlight, definitely on the Texas book lovers list. And, you know, it became a, a renowned book by Jim Dent. And I had sort of heard of it. You know, I liked Dent's previous books, and they had made another movie in the last 10 years about Freddie Steinmark. And I, I had looked at his other books, and I'd seen it, and, but I, I hadn't dug into it. And I didn't realize the gravity of the orphanage at this time, at the tail end of the, the Great Depression, and, and the backstory on some of these orphans. And, you know, Rusty Russell himself has such a tremendous story as a World War I veteran and, you know, practically an All-American playing, I believe, at Howard Payne, and then going on to teach at Temple and giving them a run at State, and then all of a sudden picking up and moving on and going to the Masonic home of Fort Worth, Texas that barely had a, a football, let alone a team, to you know take it to also a, a state championship or several state championships during his tenure there. So I was just enamored by the true story and just the larger than life sort of characters that I came across in the book. And as we developed, Lane Garrison and I worked for many, many months on the script as he's you know well-versed in football and follows it regularly. He was a very passionate collaborator. We just had a lot of fun pulling this story out of Dent's book and a previous screenplay and our own research. And we got to meet Rusty Russell's grandson, Russ Morton, who was a wealth of knowledge for us. Yeah, it was a discovery for me because I, I really didn't know much about it until my producer, Houston Hill, uh, introduced me to the book and asked if I thought it would be a good movie. Luke Wilson grew up in Texas, but didn't know the history of the Mighty Mites. I surprisingly was not aware of the story, and I also was not aware of the book, which, you know, was a bestseller. You know, it's like, I'll go to Dallas and Austin, and, you know, there's some good bookstores there, and I always kind of poke around in the sports section and the biography section and the Texana section, and had not come across the story myself, but, you know, interestingly enough, when I signed on to do it, I had quite a few friends that said, yeah, I read the book and I loved it. And then friends of my parents had read the book and were also familiar with the story. So, uh, yeah, I somehow missed it, but that just made it that much more fun to kind of learn about Rusty Russell and the orphanage and, and what the team had done. Football is a big deal in Texas, and Luke played in high school. 
for me, playing high school in Texas, it wasn't, you know, like Friday Night Lights. I went to the school, St. Mark's in Dallas. It was an all-boys school, so we'd kind of play other schools that were kind of our size. It wasn't like we were 5A football, you know, those kind of MacArthur and um, Carter high schools. Like I And I would go to those games, which were just unbelievable. But uh, it was unbelievably exciting and fun. And, uh, yeah, played on some really good teams and played with some kids that went on to play college football. But, yeah, I mean, I've always felt like being on those teams, whether it's football or track, it really helped me in the, you know, as an actor and being on set and being a part of a crew where you learn that people with different jobs, you know, you realize how important these different jobs are that you don't know about that are behind the scenes. So yeah, I've felt like that's always stood me in good stead in what I've done. Director Ty Roberts grew up as a football fan in West Texas. It's at the forefront of everything we do. The Friday night lights are super legit. I mean, that's like, I grew up going to high school football games when I was six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It was the only thing to do out there, you know? And I always had dreams of playing football, and I grew up in the age of Earl Campbell and Tony Dorsett, two great running backs for two Texas teams. Campbell was my man. I wanted to run like Earl the Pearl, but unfortunately, you know, my waist was smaller than his thighs, so it didn't it didn't work out for me in the fullback realm. But I definitely have always followed and loved football, and I, I feel like, you know, playing football through high school, I really wanted to be able to to show what a beloved team can do and the wonders of coming from nothing and putting a team together and showing how those boys can, can really achieve the impossible. And to me, even though I didn't experience just that, I, I know how important you know, the influence of, of a team can be and, and that brotherhood that is felt there. And to me, for the orphans, it, it was really such an important aspect to be able to, you know, give them something to hope for and to dream about. And Rusty Russell opened that up, I think, for them in those early years at the orphanage, you know, where you're literally dealing with kids who, who have lost everything in many, many ways and don't really have a lot of dignity or hope or the ability to dream. And, and that's what Rusty did, and that's what football did. And, you know, his wife, Juanita, did that for a lot of the girls there. And, you know, I just found that to be such a compelling component to a football story that I, I just, you know, to me it was so worth the time and effort to pull it out of their story and try to wrap it up into this screenplay. And I think we did a you know pretty good job at, you know, it's a football story in, in many, many ways, but it also has a lot of other components to it. It was important for Lane and I and Houston who brought me the project, who's a partner of mine in Santa Rita, you know, he brought me the book and was like, look man, it's a sports film, but I think there's a lot more to it. And I was like, man, you know how these sports films can just hit the same cliches and tropes of underdog, and inspirational sort of sometimes can be a little corny at times, but I, I, I think that we were able to really find the heart and soul of the story. And at this time in America, with the orphanage, with the boys and, and Rusty's background, it, it all worked and feels real authentic. And I told Houston, I said, man, 
this is something that I didn't expect. I didn't know what to expect really as I dove in, but it was something that moved me on a much deeper level than just a, a great sports story. Luke Wilson signed on to play coach Rusty Russell in 12 Mighty Orphans. My approach to playing Rusty Russell was, you know, even though he was a real person, it's not as if people knew what he really looked like or sounded like for the most part. So I didn't feel that pressure to emulate somebody that people were already familiar with. So, you know, I tried to learn as much as I could about him from the script and the book. And then Ty Roberts, the writer and the director, he also had these great tapes of Rusty as an older man talking about his time as a coach and a teacher. So I don't have a problem picking up dialogue and I usually kind of will work on it day or two before. But this I started working on, you know, over a month out just so I was prepared for these coaching and teaching scenes where I just wanted it to seem very fluid. And so I just kind of started doing it on my own. I was on another project at the time, but my time off, I would just start learning this. And as I did it out loud to myself, I just started doing this accent. I had a few rehearsals with Ty Roberts, the director, and I did the accent there. And then I just remember doing the first day of shooting where I'd, I'd done this accent and I thought, well, okay, well now I'm locked into that for <laughs> the next six weeks. So that was a little daunting. Then, you know, it was fun. It was just like putting on the wardrobe each day where I couldn't kind of revert back to playing, you know, a version of myself or just using my own actual voice. And I was really having to play a character, which was fun. You get so into the mode, like, you know, doing a comedy, like, okay, how do we get this funny? And you know, it's a success if like the other people in the scene laugh or some crew people laugh. So you kind of have these clear cut goals. And for me, playing a character like Rusty from another era that's more kind of stoic and kind of withholds his feelings, even having seen movies where you really respond to somebody who's quiet, you know, for me, I would have these kind of moments of getting kind of insecure, like I need to do more or say more. And there are even those times when I ad lib a line, like, you know, when I say to the coach of the other team, like, uh, where'd you get them little tiny cowboy boots? I want to get some of those from my daughter. You know, I see that in the movie and I think it's funny, but I'm like, gosh, now I'm like, gosh, Rusty Russell would never have said something like that. That's me coming through. <laughs> and, I, and I don't mean that in a good way. But that's what's great about Ty Roberts is, you know, including something like that in there. But you just have to have faith in playing a character like that. And again, going back to the wardrobe and, and the way it's shot and the locations and the other boys and Martin, just to know that you know, you're not in it alone in this team effort that'll, you know, present this whole picture at the end. Director Ty Roberts. In our search for authenticity, you know, Luke Wilson grew up in Dallas, Texas. He played football for St. Mark's. He was a wide receiver. He's tall, considered, I guess, lanky a little bit. And I'm, what I'm describing at the same time is Rusty Russell. You know, he was a wide receiver, grew up in Fredonia, Texas, but uh, went on to play football at Howard Payne, I believe. Ran track, you know, was a pure athlete, very smart, intellectual in many ways, but also a good old boy from West Texas, you know. 
I have tapes, audio tapes of Rusty that I shared with Luke. And, you know, he's a pretty good old boy. If you think of, you know, a guy in his late 80s or 90s right now, you know, that grew up in rural Texas, you know, they speak with a different vernacular. Luke fit the bill, you know, he's got that quirkiness to him. He's got that athleticism to him. He had the passion. I mean, the guy had read several books about coaches in his own time, well before I even approached him about the movie. So he had a, an interest in it and loved sports in general. So, I mean, it, it was really, truly a perfect fit for him. And, and for me, you know, I, I had met Luke previously and really liked him and, and thought he would be a wonderful collaborator. And honestly, I was surprised and very pleasantly surprised that he took it on as wonderfully as he did. You know, he really adopted a subtle accent that was definitely, you know, not over the top on any level. It was just kind of right and just owned the character on so many levels. And, you know, his relationship with all the players, the 12 Mites and Doc, who's played by Martin Sheen, man, their chemistry was extraordinary. It really set the tone for the entire movie bringing in Luke. And then once we got Martin in, I mean, it was almost like a, a, you know, a comedic duo at times between those two. And every day watching those gentlemen on set laughing and interacting with the boys was just unbelievable. You know, because you want that interaction and that chemistry between everybody. And you can't force that stuff. So when it happens naturally like that as a director, you just think you're lucky stars, you know, and, and that you picked the right people for the job. And I think the magic of the whole sort of process of directing and acting come out of that. It comes out of how you set the tone for set and how you set it for each scene and the interaction between everybody and, and how they play off one another. And sometimes it's planned and other times it just happened. So... We got real lucky with, with old Luke, and I'm just real honored to have been able to work with him and Martin and, you know, so many other great actors, Robert Duvall, Vanessa Shaw, Wayne Knight, Jake Austin Walker, Jacob Laughlin. Tremendous, tremendous cast in there. Ron White was in there, who was such a gentleman. It was something else. In 12 Mighty Orphans, Martin Sheen plays the role of Doc Hall. He's the Masonic home doctor and assistant football coach. Not much to look at, is it? Matter of perspective, I guess. I like your optimism. We need more of that around here. I'm E.P. Hall. They call me Doc. Rusty Russell, I'm a new teacher. Now, I know who you are, and I know what you can do with mediocre talent. I saw what you did against Carsicana in 34. Oh, yeah. That's why I recommended you for this job. You did? Yes, sir. Why'd you do that, Doctor? Well, like I said, I like your optimism. Okay. This field used for anything? Mexican lad used to graze his goats up here a while back. Guess he quit the goat business. Goat must have liked to eat rocks. That's right. I grew up out in West Texas, and I know goats don't need much grass, but I never did know one that liked to eat rocks. These were Fort Worth goats, Coach. Fort Worth goats are different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah.
yeah, working with Martin Sheen was just incredible for me because I'm 49. So I grew up in that kind of blockbuster video era where that's where I kind of would have found a lot of Martin Sheen's iconic movies, you know, like Badlands and Apocalypse Now. Yeah, so I was already a fan and I've been a fan for a long time. And I mean, sometimes actors from that era you know, they can just have a different way of working where they're used to having a bigger budget and more time and hours to light things, or you're waiting for the right clouds. And, you know, they just had a different way of doing things back then. So I'm always conscious when I work with people from that era, just hope that they're comfortable. If you're on a movie where you're moving faster, or things are a little more fast and loose, which you know, on 12 Mighty Orphans, in a scene, we would have myself, Martin, and then you'd have 12 boys, and you'd be shooting outside, and so you'd only have that daylight to work with, so you really did have to move quickly and take a kind of more fluid approach to it, and Martin just had the greatest spirit about all of it, and he just had the best attitude and really, really loved being around those boys and was so helpful to them I think without you know lecturing them in any way about like now here's how you do it I think they were able to learn a lot just by being around him how you doing boys just go on say it we didn't get in go ahead well sir I can't do it what are you talking about? You told me you wanted I to I said do I it. might do it. You told me you were the elder statesman. You were the, 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 the head coach. All right, look, I'm just going to go ahead and tell it to you straight, boys. Bad news is each one of you is going to need to put on about 10 pounds because you're all going to be playing Class A Texas high school football, and I'll see you on the field. Good job. Luke became a kind of coach on screen and off for the young actors in 12 Mighty Orphans. Well, it was funny because being around those boys, it reminded me a lot of like me and my brothers and Wes Anderson when we made our first movie, Bottle Rocket, in Texas, where I can just remember how kind of kind and patient the crew was to us because clearly we weren't necessarily overwhelmed, but we were definitely in over our head. And I could kind of sense the same thing with these boys where they were just kind of curious in the nicest way. And you, you know, you'd kind of see them on set where they were just kind of taking it all in, like, you know, cause it's quite a few people on set and, you know, trucks and 18 wheelers and lights and sound and wardrobe. They just had the best attitude about it. And at one point before we'd started, I was thinking just not for them, but for myself, I wanted to kind of work on some of these coaching and teaching scenes with the boys. So I said, you know, this Saturday, can you let those guys know to come over to my hotel room, you know, at four and we'll we'll go over some of this stuff together. And I'd kind of forgotten about it. And I'm, you know, sitting watching a college football game and I hear a knock at the door and I open the door and there's in the hallway just 14 boys just packed in there. Hey coach, how you doing? Coach, hey, how you doing? And then watching them all just kind of file in. And um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I had the greatest time being around them. And I'm just always glad to finish a job. It's just like that kind of getting out of school vibe where like you finished, you started something, you finished it. I'm always just so happy to kind of hit the road at the end. But I remember finishing this and being really sad, thinking like, gosh, I'm never gonna, you know, it was like the end of a team. Like I'm not gonna get to be around these kids and Martin again and be outside in Texas in the fall, you know, getting the chance to make a movie to where, yeah, I had some severe blues when I finished this. So it'll be fun, you know, having the movie come out to get to reconnect with these guys. Vanessa Shaw plays the role of Juanita Russell, a teacher at the Masonic Home and wife of Rusty Russell. Vanessa was in 310 to Yuma, and I was in that, but we did not work together. But I'd always, from, you know, Eyes Wide Shut, I think was the first time I saw her and just always thought she was a really good actor. So when we were trying to find the right person to play Juanita, knew that we really needed somebody good because it wasn't as if she was just kind of this wife not doing anything. She was really Rusty Russell's partner. You know, I think somebody like Rusty Russell, who, you know, would have been an orphan and would have gone to World War One and had PTSD, you know, he needed someone to guide him in his life. And I think she was, you know, without question that person. So yeah, it was really great to have Vanessa Shaw. And and just, you know, I just remember in the filming of the movie, because playing our daughter, we had these two twins. So you know, it's like we'd be doing a scene and I'm trying to drive this vintage pickup and I have the little girl, you know, asking me questions like, what's the boom? Like, what is that? Well, it's just the, it's, it's the microphone. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't, just don't look at it. And then having Vanessa, like the mother kind of take over and be like, well, that's a boom. And yeah, you don't want to look at it. And that captures, you know, the words that we're saying. And then there's the camera. And so she really helped on screen and off. Here's a bit of Luke Wilson and Vanessa Shaw in 12 Mighty Orphans. Everything we've worked for, we've sacrificed, it's been reduced to nothing. Nothing? I think this is something. What is that? Oh, this? This is just your fan mail. It's been over there for two weeks, but you've been too busy to notice anything. Dayton, Fort Worth, Austin, Chicago, Los Angeles, courage, hope, inspiration, dedication, all the things that you and your boys have given to thousands of people who now believe in something. You think all this is nothing? Robert Duvall makes an appearance in 12 Mighty Orphans. Director Ty Roberts cast Duvall in a scene with fellow acting veteran Martin Sheen. You know, we got real lucky with Robert Duvall. I have been a fan of his since I was a young boy and was waiting for the day to potentially work with him. And he and Martin have a scene together, and it was the first time they had been together uh, on the big screen since Apocalypse Now. So... That was a bell ringer for me, you know, it, it was definitely a moment where I had to take a step back and take a, a deep breath. Having those two 
incredibly iconic American actors, you know, two of the greats on your set is something I, you know, may never have again. Who knows? So <laughs> we got lucky on the Mighty Orphans. Everybody came out for the orphans, man. Everybody's pushing the good cause. And I honestly think, you know, people in their mind, whether it was an actor or in cast or crew or even just supporting the film in other ways, it was like, oh, you know, it's the story of the Masonic Home Orphanage. And people feel like they, they want to support a story like that, you know, and I think that's pretty across the board, you know, and I think that's real lucky for us. I think it ultimately gets a, a good message out there, and, and that's what people are hopefully looking for right now, so. Well, Mr. Hawk, I'm proud you got your football team finally out. Yeah. You only got 12 players. I mean, most of them look like horse jockeys. I mean, y'all got some kind of weight restriction up there or something? Might as well call them the Mighty Mites. Can I have that? You got it. Why not? You're the writer. <laughs> hey, Doc. Give me Mr. a quote after the game. I will, for sure. Mr. Hawk. We're delighted you're making our first game. Good to see you, sir. After all the years and all the talk, we finally got a football team, yeah. thanks to you. Thanks to you for bringing his coach in and his wife. How's he doing? Coach? He's doing remarkable, as you know. You met Juanita. They're yeah. great teachers, yeah. the both of them, and he's a great football coach. We finally got a team, right? We finally got a team, you thanks bet. to you, sir. Well, thanks to you. Okay. <laughs> the real-life story of Coach Rusty Russell and the 12 Mighty Orphans developed over 15 years. Director Ty Roberts had to find the essence of the story and translate that into a movie. One of the toughest things in telling a true story is finding that fine line between, you know, the absolute truth and making a movie for the theater, two-hour film. And Dent's book is multiple seasons and it's a much bigger story in many ways, but we had to hone it down and keep the spirit of the story and of Rusty's story and condense it to this two-hour film. And so, yeah, we focused on the first season and we really kind of brought in the best characters from one of their winning seasons in the book and kind of honed in on this one season in the movie. And it just, you know, I think the spirit of it is totally there. I think that Rusty is there. In fact, you know, his grandson, Russ, has watched it. And actually, Betty, Russ's mom, her character's in the movie, the little daughter. She's like 98 or something. And she watched the movie and was just in tears, apparently. And, just said, I can't believe how much everything looks like it did back in the day. And even dad, the way he carried himself, Luke Wilson reminded me so much of dad, which is like, you know, her approval is really all that counts. <laughs> She's the only one that's around from that era. So I'm ecstatic that we at least touch her heartstrings. You know, to me, that's, you know, one person is better than none and, and she's a a mighty big judge of everything pertaining to this story so i think we did a really good job trying to stay true to it honor the mites and the orphanage and rusty and juanita Luke Wilson sees a positive message in the film. Yeah, I mean, definitely kind of working together and people from different walks of life, different ages, and 
we didn't have that idea going into it. And I think that if you have kind of lofty goals like that, they can sometimes kind of backfire and you don't want to seem like you're preaching to an audience or making something too saccharine. But yeah, I feel like we just kind of got lucky and that we made a simple story with these kind of larger themes that hopefully people will respond to. Yeah, it's definitely one of those movies where I feel like I can't wait for, you know, I've got a seven and a 10 year old nephew. I can't wait for them to see it. I can't wait for my mom and friends her age to see it. And I know friends of mine that are into football, they'll love it. So yeah, I really truly feel like it has a lot to, to offer people in this day and age. Director Ty Roberts. Yeah, I mean, look, the time for an uplifting sports film couldn't be better. You know, 12 Mighty Orphans happened back in the at the tail end of the Great Depression. But as we went through last year and, you know, the pandemic and just the economic sort of difficulties and everything that the world faced and America faced, it felt almost like we were looking at another Great Depression in some regards. And it hopefully will help as we transition out of it. I mean, I feel like everybody's spirit's already getting better. So I don't think it fully needs 12 Mighty Orphans to pull us out of the, the depression like they did in the real days, but I do think it'll help. I think the world and America is ready to embrace a, a great uplifting sports film. And I hope 12 Mighty Orphans will really bring audiences out and, and show them that it's safe and healthy to get back into theaters again. and. Let's rally and come together and, you know, wrap this thing up and get it out into the world. For more information about 12 Mighty Orphans, check out sonyclassics.com. All music in this program can be found on the 12 Mighty Orphans original soundtrack recording on Milan Records. Thanks for listening.